And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chosen. Larry, hello. How are you? Hey, we're back. Dwayne been having that vertigo in ish. It's been a, oh. it's been a, a wild ride these past couple of weeks. But why you gotta out me? Listen. Like, what's what happened? <laughs> Even out with me. the vertigo, we had to drag. We had to make sure we're gonna be here today to talk about this Ant Man number. Lord, listen. we got a new Marvel movie out. Yes, everyone, uh, we are happily <laughs> happily back. I missed the box office show, but. The past few weeks, like yeah, last we'll t- week, we'll touch on the the you know this opened at number one or whatever when we mm-hmm. get to them in the top five this week to mm-hmm. talk about their give them their flowers for for knocking Avatar out the top spot finally. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. And uh, last week we uh, last week I wanted to get on, but I got sick as always. But uh, it's crazy over here. But I am so happy to get into. The box office report for this week. We are back. Our last show here was January 22nd when we discussed missing, kind of, you know, exceeding expectations. But you and I are back here for another episode here to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, kind of see where uh, Avatar The Way of Water has been sitting. And we'll we'll get into the other, other movies as well. But Let's get right into it. Any big stories that we missed since we've been gone, Larry? I don't think anything. Yeah, so, too, too I mean, crazy. the big one was that knock at the cabin knocked uh, Avatar out of number one finally. So now, uh-huh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar has finally been dethroned, though it's still in the top five, doing well. But knock mm-hmm, at the cabin mm-hmm. opened to about what we kind of expected for that little mid-budget M Night Shyamalan. And then last week, Magic Mike's Last Dance was number one. Uh, Titanic and Avatar have been swapping back and forth. The number three biggest worldwide of all time because they did that re-release for Titanic, which opened decently well. This, yeah. I'm like, James Cameron, I'm tired of you. You got three out of the top <laughs> four. I'm tired. It's Which is insane, too. But like, oh, yeah, there's a lot to get into. I feel like now we can officially put the stamp on avatar them sequels are coming they are coming because i mean we thought the first one was like uh was like a fluke i guess when it came to the box office then you and i talked about it we were just like you know it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens after all of these years when it comes to avatar and of course, we had the whole thing leading up to that with the don't bet on James Cameron, man, and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, great, great haul for Avatar. It's not done. I mean, for it to still kind of stay at the top five, we'll get into it. Because the top five this week is very interesting. And like, we'll get into it, but it's a very interesting top five. Usually when an MCU movie comes out, there's still something else in the teens so it's we have a lot to get into today so let's talk about it and it's like our first time where we're going to be kind of going back into our predictions to see where we kind of stand at i know for uh this one we're going to get cooked but uh <laughs> let's see what happens here uh number one larry what do we got 
All right, so coming in on the top spot, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which made $104 million over the weekend for the three-day weekend. Globally, the film took in $357.3 million, which is actually much larger than I anticipated that worldwide opening as well. So already over $350 million worldwide, the first movie of 2023 to make $100 in its opening weekend. Uh, Obviously the biggest Ant-Man opening of all time thus far. And this gives Marvel their fifth $100 million opening in a row, dating back to Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. I think I saw that earlier, and I was like, oh, shit. And I think it's going to be six, because I, I think Ooh, oh, for Guardians sure. is going to get that 100 mil, too. Oh, for sure. I think uh, I think Guardians, we're, we're going to be like pretty much on the money as far as like where it's going to open. Uh, but yeah, as far as Ammon and the Wasp, I mean, you got to give it its flowers. We were cooked. We predicted. Let me... <laughs> let me let me pull it up. I got to give it its Ooh. flowers because like going yeah. into it with the marketing, I was like, dude, I don't know. This marketing has not been that great. The trailers have, have not really wowed me and uh, it doesn't really look that good. But um, I think a lot of what came down to this number is first, probably the lack of competition is one big one. Uh, just without the, you know, throughout the weeks, is there hasn't really been like even knock at the cabin open to like a 14 million, you know, it wasn't really like a big yeah. 30 million opening that we're used to seeing for M night Shyamalan. Uh, so I think it's probably has to do with that. Probably the start of the, having it be the start of phase five, you know, the introduction to this, uh, this, this, uh, this Kang, they were really, they, the marketing really, really was hyping all was like all about Kang. So, it was like it was they, they were they were marketing that over the lead characters here, which I'm which I'm fine with, first of all. But I think I think that played a hand, too. And I think, uh, yeah. And I also think it, it, it also comes down to uh, Ant-Man is not a new Avenger. He's kind of been around for a long time. It's if you think about it, I think his movie was like 2015. And then he was a big part of Endgame, uh, like a very big part of Endgame in that movie. So like we talked about when it came to Thor, it's like to audiences, maybe it's like these are our these are our last couple of OG, yeah. I would say, Avengers, you know, so maybe that has something to do with it as well. But I think this is a really, really good number. Obviously, we said so. Leading up to the movie, when we did our predictions back uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were doing our 2023 preview, you and I had it. I kind of talked you down a little bit, like you said. I forget what your starting number was, but mine was like 85. So right here I have it at, we have it at 85 to 90. Yeah, I think originally it was both. I think I talked you up just a little bit and you talked me down just a little bit because I think we were like, yeah, seven, yeah. I was at about 100 and you were at about like 80. Yeah. So we kind of did a compromise around 90 <laughs> in the middle, um, which, woo, I don't know where, I think the report, so I, I looked it up and what these people were saying because somebody was talking about 125 after Thursday and I was like, what the oh, hell? Oh, yeah, so I, like. I thought we were really cooked, but that actually is including Monday 
I don't know. Do we really consider President's Day like this four day? That's why I, I kept seeing four day, and I was like, four day yeah. for what? I keep forget, yeah. I gotta work tomorrow, so it ain't no holiday right, to me. me too. I, so, don't, I don't have no three day weekend. So. <laughs> I was like, it don't feel like no holiday to me. But I mean, I guess listen, when we a couple of weeks ago when we talked about it, I was like, you know, I can see. I think Tyler was like. Where do you see it at now after the tickets went on sale? And I said, high end, my high end was 95. I said, I just don't see it passing 100. Then I saw tracking was like, there was like the first bit of tracking was like 95 to 120. And I said, this thing is not doing no fucking 120. What what is y'all on? And then tracking went up a little bit too to 128. I'm like, this is not doing 128 or any, or even, I don't even think, if it was going to get to the hundreds, I didn't even think like one, I think below 110 is what I said going into this weekend. Yeah. I said at the high end, I see a hundred million um, for the movie. I just don't see a one. I don't feel, it doesn't feel like a 110 or 115. So it opened at about 104. And tomorrow, what do you think it's going to go up to? Like what? Yeah. 107? 108? Uh, Maybe? For just the three day, the like four day, the four like the day? four day, yeah. Oh, I think. I mean, I think it'll do pretty well tomorrow. I mean, probably like one fifteen, one twenty. Is what yeah. I would say tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's a great opening uh, for sure. Like we said, once again, what I think they've done really well, whether it be Multiverse of Madness, uh, maybe not as much Love and Thunder because they didn't really have a tie in to do so with, but I mean, it still obviously opened really well. Um is they've really made this feel like some sort of event with Kang. So I think that's what their marketing did well, is while they were pivoting away from Ant-Man in the marketing, Mm -hmm. they made it feel like something you needed to see because of Kang. And I think that helped to drive people to go see it. Because it's only been, what, three months since our last Marvel movie? I mean, we're not like starved for a new Marvel film by any means, but... I think you have to make it an event and they did that here better than they've done with any other Ant-Man film for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Especially, especially even after infinity war, the marketing for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it wasn't like a big kind of come see what happens next. Cause they, it was the palate cleanser. It was like, okay, here's an ant, a fun little Ant-Man movie. If you really wanted to know what happened, you you obviously, a lot of people went into Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of with the idea, like the post credit scene is definitely going to be uh, something, some type of alluding to, you know, to what happened in Infinity War, which it was, which them, it was all, it was all them getting dusted at the end, right? And uh, this one, it was, it was definitely like, Come see the start of the King Dynasty after they announced that Avengers, the, the next Avengers movies is called King Dynasty. So that was one of the things that they had to focus on was Kang, Kang, Kang. This is the big bad. It's kind of like if they if they marketed Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think they did going back to 2014, but it's kind of like that to where come see what happens with the the big new MCU bad in this movie. And I think a lot of people now thinking about it, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people actually probably thought that Scott was going to die here. I mean, I know that was one of the big things that you and I, you know, in like reviews and just mm-hmm. leading up to the movie, we were kind of hoping for, for them to just add that bit of stake. But I think a lot of people probably went into this like, oh, maybe someone's going to die here, like either the Wasp or Ant-Man. Yeah, 
and well no spoilers <laughs> i guess but okay it'll be interesting though because it did get it's actually tied eternals on two fronts right now mm-hmm. it tied eternals for the audience cinema score at mm-hmm. a b and then it tied it's tied with eternals on rotten tomatoes at 47 percent right now uh, it did open a little bit bigger than eternals but just looking at that one it dropped 62 62- uh two percent in its second weekend of release or something like thor love and thunder last year dropped 67 percent. do you mm. think this one is going to plummet in the 60s as well because of this mixed reception uh, i do and now listen i know we got oh. cooked this weekend but <laughs> listen this thing is not dropping no 30 percent or even 40 this and what do we have next week? Next week, probably because we don't all we have next week is Cocaine Bear. Yeah. And uh obviously I don't think Cocaine Bear is bringing in a lot, probably no, at most. Like a 20ish maybe, high teens maybe. High teens. You think in high teens for Cocaine Bear? Yeah, I think I like think like 15 to 20 is the, the range think, I'm thinking. I think like 10. I don't Ooh. know. Ooh. Cocaine Bear? I mean, That's it looks lot. fun, but... I think they've done a good job with the marketing. I think they've yeah. done good enough. Even Because, yeah, even Wakanda Forever dropped 63. I mean, that's right. pretty much been the norm for Marvel, actually, recently, is in the yeah. 60s. And, Mar- and Wakanda Forever opened significantly bigger than Ammon of the Wasp. more loved like by critics yeah. and audiences. Yeah. Both liked Wakanda Forever a lot more, so... Yeah, I... Yeah, I think Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to drop the hefty... I would say 65 to like yeah, 68. Like 65% or so. So yeah, I think it's going to drop heavy this week. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, again, a great opening. Really solid. Um, the yeah, worldwide I think, number is great to mm-hmm. begin. Yeah, I, I went in. Batman listen, thing. Thursday, I went in and that MCU crowd is rowdy on a Thursday. And Lord, <laughs> Lord, I am reconsidering some things after... Ooh. Ooh, oh, anyway, uh, maybe maybe it's because I changed my seating. You know, you know when you have like a thing that you do at theaters, and then you kind of want to like switch it up, and then you realize why you don't do this in the first place. So for Quantum Mania, I said, you know, I haven't really sat in the middle because when I go to IMAX, I like to sit in the back. Okay. Because I like to see the whole screen. I like to be in the back. And not a lot of not a lot of people go to the back, you know. So at my theater, the IMAX theater at the where I go to is so massive that yeah. they actually have balcony seating in the IMAX theater. It's like you, if you want to go back, you can go all the way up top to the back, and it's a nice view still. It's still fun to be back there, but you kind of feel away from the crowd, even if there's somebody next to you. There's like three seats right there, but I usually sit like just before the back, maybe like two rows before you get to the top. And that's where I sit. So okay. I was like, let me let me sit in the middle and just get a different experience. Man, I will never sit in the middle of this theater ever again because this bloke next to me was just this I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen this in an MCU movie. This this guy was squealing <laughs> and he was vibrating my chair like ah uh, i i i mean i these marvel marvel has some of these fans in a chokehold when i tell you that they got some of these fans in chokehold <laughs> that you know how we were bitching about quantum mania today this kid 
could not give a shit about blue screen or green screen or anything. He was just enthralled with this thing. He was cheering. He was vibrating. He was just elated. And I was like, <laughs> wow, you keep doing these movies, Marvel? You got nothing to worry about because these fans are going to be here opening night all the time. Yeah. And that's what it really hit me. It really hit me that no matter how much you or me or Hannah or whoever bitches about the MCU when it comes to like the way these movies look and the comedy, they got these fans in a chokehold, man. Because like, <laughs> damn, I was like, damn, like this is. And then look at the numbers, $104 million for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. It's just. Yeah, Man, it, like we talked about it, it ever since me. they've really opened back up 100 mil or more every single movie. And it's especially the characters that we already know of. Like, obviously, yeah. we have still yet to see that one new character kind of break the mold. So it'll be very interesting when we do get the newer, like, Thunderbolts. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> like, Eternals and mm -hmm. uh, Shang-Chi both opened under 100 million. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, even properties, they're, even they're like to get there. Even Thunderbolts is like characters that we've like. It's like side characters that we know of. Yeah. But uh, you know, something like Blade. I'm gonna be very interested to see how like the newer characters do. You know, when they do come out, so we'll see. Captain America Four. I'm. I mean, yeah, I'm very interested to see how that does as well. To see like where the gauge is for the new Captain America yeah. and Falcon. So we'll see what happens. But all right, let's go to number two. What do we got? Okay, so holding strong at number two, and it's 10th weekend of release, we have Avatar The Way of Water, which brought in another $6.1 million, which is a 15% drop from last weekend. That brings the Avatar sequel up to $658.4 million domestic and $2.24 billion worldwide, reclaiming its spot as the third highest grossing film of all time worldwide. Yeah, I think it really says a lot for Avatar here because Avatar only to drop 15% going up against a Marvel movie is really impressive. So yeah. that's, that's pretty good. Like you said, the movie has been making so much money domestic it's at 657 so it's uh it's a real successful little thing and and i'm really excited the fact that it's still doing it's still doing good numbers and it's it's staying around kind of like remember that summer when like the lion king or aladdin just kind of stayed you yeah. know in the conversation when it comes to box office so can't complain with avatar yeah, it's six kind of crazy here. that it has the same staying power as the first one because that was the real yeah. test it's like okay yeah. it's opened really big mm -hmm. but can it hold on like the first one did just go go mm -hmm. go and it is even against big competition now it's still holding just fine yeah so i think that's really really solid for uh, avatar here so can't complain i'm sure they're not complaining at all <laughs> <laughs> and what is and what's the total you said uh for it worldwide Mm -hmm. Is two point two four billion. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. So, yeah. God nuts. damn. So, we'll see what happens. But yeah, great, great, great numbers for Avatar once again. Okay, number three. 
So number three is so really interesting. interesting. There's an interesting thing. So we going missed on this last three. week. Yeah. So coming in in the third spot is Magic Mike's Last Dance, which made five point four million dollars in its second week of release, which is down thirty five percent. We did mention last weekend before Valentine's Day, it opened to number one with eight point three million. So its new domestic total is eighteen point eight nine million, and worldwide it's currently sitting at thirty eight point four million. However, the interesting thing. I don't really know what they're doing uh, <laughs> is they only debuted Magic Mike's Last Dance in its opening weekend under 1500 theaters. It was in 1496, which is a pretty small rollout and kind of contributed to that 8 million opening. But right. this weekend, they over doubled the theater count. So this weekend, it was in over 3000 theaters. And I I don't know why the did that <laughs> i have no idea maybe 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 the, the demand was high like if we go back and look at last week's the per theater average maybe the demand was a little higher that's probably the only thing i can think of because it, it only oh, per theater average but it only opened up last week which i'm sub i mean i don't really know how the magic mike movies do but i mean they do it. Well, that was my thing is this one didn't get like near the kind of promo and it didn't open. No, it, it did like, not. They didn't really open it wide, which I, I mean, it is Warner Brothers and they've been struggling uh, under their yeah, own admission. No. I'm kind of shocked this didn't just go to HBO Max with Warner Brothers. Magic uh, Mike, the first one did 39 million. Yeah. Um, what happened? So, I mean, so th- I, I really just think that they didn't. They didn't push it. I don't know. It didn't yeah. have that good of advertisements. No, I agree. Any of people who were like, I want to go watch it, but it's not even open here. So yeah. <laughs> Magic Mike, yeah. 20, uh, 2012. 2012 yeah. it did. And it went up against Ted, the first Ted movie, and it still did. See, we don't get weekends like this. I think the let me like this always happens when I go back and look at an old like weekend. But I think I think actually last year we had like when it was like Top Gun, yeah. Elvis came out, the Black Phone. They were all like thirty and forties. Yeah. Just look at this weekend. This is uh J- June 29th, ninth, twenty twelve, and this is Ted one, the first Ted movie, fifty four million dollars. Uh, Magic Mike, thirty nine million. They both they both opened at the same time. Uh, Brave opened at thirty four. Uh, Medea's Witness Protection opened at twenty five. Like fuck. Oh, the Medea <laughs> movies were cooking. Yeah, uh, that's four and, movies and like Medea's over. Heyday, she was cooking. That's like four straight movies over. Like that's crazy. So um, yeah, that's that's crazy. But yeah, Magic Mike wanted thirty nine. Now let's go to Magic Mike two. So that one dropped heavily. So the Magic Mike I, that did only made twelve in its opening weekend, mm-hmm. uh, but it went on to still make sixty six million domestic and over a hundred million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm oh, no, that one opened big though. This one opened to over three thousand theaters. So, yeah. I mean, I guess it's not that big of a shock. I just I don't know why they expanded it so heavily in week two against a Marvel movie and not mm-hmm. just open it wide release when it was had no competition. So Magic Mike XXL actually was going up against a lot of big heavy hitters because this this one came out in July 3rd, 4th of July weekend, 2015, and we had Inside Out in its third weekend making 29 million, Jurassic World in its fourth weekend making 29 million, 
Terminator Genesis making $27 million in its opening weekend. And then you get to number four, which is Magic Mike XXL at $12 million. And then Ted 2, <laughs> number five, $11 million, second weekend. Crazy. I want, so the, yeah, this is the first time they've moved away from the summer release, probably because of right. the Magic Mike XXL. But Which I um, think is a bad idea. I don't know. I think this could have done good in like a quiet weekend in like August or something like that. I, mean, I guess I understand they wanted it for like Valentine's Day, maybe. Eh. Um, yeah. But why didn't they have it open wide on Valentine's Day? That's right, what I don't right. get. If you're going to do a Valentine's release, uh, at least make sure it's playing in 3,000 theaters on Valentine's right. Day. Not double it after Valentine's is over. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a weird No, choice, I agree. But, uh, I mean, the film overall is doing fine. I mean, it's at 38 worldwide currently. So, you know, they, they don't cost all that much to make these Magic Mike movies. So and it's his last dance. So I guess, you know, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's all right for yeah. Magic Mike. Okay, let's go to number four. Really Ooh, good number. God, another one. Damn. Another movie that's pretty much been, you know, it opened much less, but it's been holding just as well as Avatar this entire run. At number four, we have Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which is back up to number four after falling to number five last week. It made an additional mm-hmm. $5.26 million, which is down only 5% from last weekend. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, is now up to $167.7 million domestic and $423.3 million worldwide after opening to just $12 million. Yeah, I think this is really solid. You know what this movie's reminded me of? Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. It's kind of reminding me a lot. Remember, like, the pandemic when Crude 2 was just not oh, stopping? Yeah. <laughs> like, every week it was just, like, Crude 2, Crude 2, Crude 2. Yeah. That's what this kind of reminds me of. Like, only dropping 5 points. It's, like, the lowest drop of the week, uh, 5.7%. And I don't know if it's word of mouth, because isn't this already on Peacock or whatever, too? I know it went to like video where you could rent it. I don't know. It might have hit Peacock too. And yeah, I think it I mean, did. It's, just, it's still just going nuts. It's reminded me a lot even of like The Greatest Showman, which opened okay at Christmas, mm-hmm. but then it just kept legging its way and just kept going and going and going in the same time frame. I right. think that's the advantage of a Christmas release is you might not open huge, but a lot of these films for whatever reason, I mean, I do think it is word of mouth because the people, yeah. you know, uh, it has gotten great word of mouth, uh, but I mean, man, the, and the other advantage, we talked about it when we were doing our preview, there's no other family friendly content for like the rest of, I mean, even the rest of February, March, there's like no family friendly content all this time. So Puss in Boots is just like it. <laughs> That's yeah. It. That's yeah. what you're going to go watch. Right. So um, really solid number, I would say, though. Definitely yeah. a solid, solid number for Puss in Boots again. Uh, and it's ninth weekend, still in 3,000 theaters, too. So it's not like it's in 900 to 1,000 theaters. It's still a solid theater count. So yeah, really, really good. Uh, number five. Let's get to that. All right, so coming in at number five, we have Knock at the Cabin, which brought in $3.9 million in its third weekend of release. As we discussed in that first weekend two weeks ago, it did open to number one with $14.1 million. So now it is up to $30.9 million domestic and $47.8 million worldwide mm-hmm. after those three weeks in theaters. 
Uh, yeah, another solid number for Knock at the Cabin in week three. Only dropping 28% is really good. Again, I wish it was another M. Night Shyamalan movie that opened up a little bit better, like his normal movies does. But I think 30 million total right now is solid. Not amazing, but I think that's solid for Knock at the Cabin. I don't know what the budget was, but I think 30 million is solid. Yeah, in week two, it did have a pretty severe drop. It dropped I saw that, yeah. last weekend. So it kind of holding strong this weekend. It needed to hold a little bit better this right. weekend. But that's right. kind of, the, again, well, we kind of expect that with M. Night Shyamalan. Is his movies, even old, old open pretty well, didn't mm-hmm. it? Um, just, you know, his last film. And that was another really divisive film to say the least uh <laughs> let's see so old opened up to oh 16 million so not that much more than knock at the cabin that maybe that's like his current range but that one only dropped 59 percent, so that's interesting um but yeah it's a it's a good number for knock at the cabin uh as it's been talked about recently i know he just got this new deal this like first look deal with warner brothers but Ever since like um, the visit and old and knock at the cabin, these are all been self funded. So M Night, yeah, pulling out of his own pocket to so make good these films. Um, <laughs> so you know they're not that much. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, love him, hate him, like these movies or don't like these movies. It is cool to see a filmmaker that's like taking that big of a risk and really put literally putting his money where his mouth is and seeing his you know films actually make some kind of money so good on you m night <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think again pretty really solid for a uh, knock at the cabin would have wanted a little more but we'll see what happens we'll, we'll see where it ends up at look at, too look who's ahead of it though Dwayne, in the overall don't, at 32 mil domestic don't start lady i was trying Brady. to avoid I was trying to avoid this. Listen. <laughs> Why the hell did Titanic make $12 million? <laughs> I just realized this. I told you that we Titanic doing? last week went in. I mean, it plummeted this week, but that's kind of... Mm-hmm. Uh, someone was really shocked on Twitter, and I'm like, I mean, it's a damn almost 30-year-old movie. Like, of course it's going to drop hard in week two. You know, people were like, mm-hmm. yeah, let me go see it in 3D. I've never watched it at a movie theater before. But everybody did that already. Who's left to watch it this weekend? Don't be stupid. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just high for a little 80 for Brady doing his numbers up there, Dwayne. Come on now. When you going to join? When you going to join the party? Hey, please. I can't. We Ooh, can't look at do this. this. Marlo. Look, I'm about the Very only one please. who went to see Marlo this week. <laughs> I know. Marlo, Marlo was. You see I that haven't 80? seen it yet. I didn't even know it was coming out this week. $837 per theater average. That is terrible. It opened to 1.9 million, but it opened, it opened on Valentine's day. It opened on Tuesday. And I don't know why, um, I guess to get away from Ant-Man, but it didn't matter. It's not going to matter with a movie like this. Yeah. Marlo was destined to fail. I mean, $1.9 million opening weekend. I don't know. Maybe even next week it would have had a better chance. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just a, a, a bad number for Marlowe. Look at that little Winnie the Pooh, but Pooh, Blood and blood Honey. And mo- blood and Honey. I heard it was, I heard terrible things. Yeah. But, uh, but it only <laughs> opened in 445. It was a Fathom event. I actually didn't realize it was a Fathom event. Yeah. Um, 
But there goes, I mean, that's a pretty decent number for that little movie, to mm-hmm. be honest. Uh, and there of goes an age, your of an age, my little, yep. my little movie. That's a pretty good number too for only two hundred eighty-nine theaters, of yeah. fourteen hundred per theater average. Focus features. What's the fucking um, Tiger Hit a Dragon re-release? And who knew about it too? One hundred seventy-one thousand. What? <laughs> nobody <laughs> like, saw it because nobody knew it even happened. Yeah, what the hell is going on? Oh my god, Infinity Pool is down to forty-one thousand dollars in week four. Wow. Neon, we gotta talk. I mean, look at all these movies above it. Like Neon, the, we gotta talk. Not That's not good. That hold on, horrible. hold on. Let's hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. There is Infinity no way. Fifty theaters. Infinity Pool. In like four weeks ago, made two million dollars. That's not nothing crazy, but look at the drops here. It went from two point five million, eight hundred and thirty-five thousand, one hundred and ninety-four thousand. And this weekend, it only made $41,000. Yeah. God, (laughs) what happened? Yeah, a certified bomb. I mean, so far. Yeah, that is horrible. It made $5 million at all. That is horrible. Uh, That is so bad. Like, listen, if you're going into like, oh, it's week 13. No, no, no. This is week four. And look at all the above it. James is flopping. Ooh, Tar, the Fableman's close. The whale. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all of these are, you know, everything everywhere but, all at once and re-release. So here's my example. <laughs> here's here's my example. Look at this. Uh the Fableman's week 15, $52,000. Okay, fine. Tar. Week 20, $49,000. <laughs> Infinity Pool, week four. Oh, 40. That is nuts. This is like this is nuts to me, but Black Panther Wakanda Forever is here, just below Infinity I mean, it's Pool. It's already on Disney Plus. It's, it's on Disney Plus. Banshees. Oh my god! Oh yeah, you you said it too. Everything, everywhere, all at once. A <laughs> hundred and fifty thousand dollars this week. Forty-eight weeks in the box office. Forty-eight, and it surpassed. It like doubled. No, tripled. <laughs> Infinity Infinity Pool. Oh my God! What a Hannah would be living if she was on this show right now. That Infinity Pool. I mean, that's a. I mean, that's horrible. Really, that is horrible. I don't know why that just caught me off. That that is horrible. Let's be serious. What is going on here? (laughs) Oh my God! Hannah would love. She would be living for this. But oh my God! But look at little Megan closing in on a hundred mil. Megan. Period. That just. I think that's getting on. That's going on. Uh, which one is it? I think it Pe- Ooh, Peacock it Pe- this Friday, and they're doing the unrated. Oh, version. I'm so hyped! I'm, I'm hyped. I'm seated. I'm seated. I'll be watching Megan Friday. <laughs> period. Okay. I am seated. It still made 1.3 million dollars this week in this seven made, weeks. Period. Megan this made 170 million worldwide. That's that is nuts. That 90 93 million domestic. That is great, Megan. Now teach Infinity Pool some things, because <laughs> Lord. Lord had mercy. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Oh man. 
Um, but uh, okay, let's get into like what's coming up in the next few weeks. Cocaine, uh, bears. Hey. cocaine bears, February twenty fourth. Larry, I don't know. You think it's gonna do twenty? I think it's gonna do like nine or I'll eight. Go 50. Okay, I'll go the low end. I'll say fifteen. I'll <laughs> okay. Say 15. I think I think the marketing's done good. I don't know these. I agree, be, but the people are hyped for this bear. They're ready. Somebody at my job was talking about it. She's like, I do mean, I need to hear about that movie about the bear on drugs? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's cocaine bear. It looks yeah. very good. <laughs> and then what? We got Creed 3 after that? Is that next? Creed 3? I mean, we did we did our predictions for Creed 3, and we said, we like, you and I put it around 30 million. Okay, that seems fair. The yeah. tracking has it at around 25 to 33. Yeah. So these, ever since after 1, like, Creed 2 kind of had this kind of opening as well. And uh, I feel like it's this. I feel like the franchise for the general public is kind of dying off a little bit. Um, because that first one, let's let's go back into the into box office history right here. Let's go do like a little. <laughs> the first one I remember doing. I remember the first one doing really good. Like 2015 Creed, it opened to 20. Oh, oh, it only opened to 29 million. Okay, maybe I was tripping. The second one got 35. Okay, so what what the hell am I on then? Oh, it's because it was it was on the Thanksgiving five day, four day, all oh. that stuff. That's why. I know. <laughs> so for the Thanksgiving four day, did thirty six five day forty two. Okay. So twenty nine million for three days. So I guess maybe I was tripping, and Creed two is probably gonna do. Yeah, Creed two to thirty five, and then I think thirty is a safe bet. I think I what think, we predicted is a good. Safe yeah, bet. I think around thirty. If at the high end, I would say thirty three. But I think Ooh, it's gonna do. We're right around the corner of what I said is gonna be the first big bomb of the year. Sixty-five, mm-hmm. and I'm low key hyped. <laughs> I I keep watching the trailer in theaters. I'm, I mean, I'm low key kind of hyped. I got I my like little it. Jurassic Park shirt ready. That's what I'm gonna be wearing <laughs> to the movie theaters. My little Jurassic Park shirt. Yeah, it looks fun. I hope it's fun. I just I could tell audiences are gonna be like, "The fuck is this?" and not even. Mm-hmm. That shit's gonna bomb. I know they put too much money into it, and it's not gonna make it. <laughs> Um, I, I, the yeah, I, I, I don't know. Up, though. That screen tracking is over 35 million right now. I saw, and we actually went lower. We, yeah. we went lower on our predictions for that. Cause we thought after the first one, it was going to drop a little bit to like 25 to 30. But now, I mean, the tracking has it higher and I don't know why. And this is without Nev Campbell. So I'm yeah. really I curious mean, to see where the way it sits Cinemark off. If Cinemark buckets are any indication, the people are hyped because them damn buckets been selling out quick as hell at the oh, Cinemark popcorn bucket. I still haven't gone, and I know if I try to go now, it's gonna be it's gonna be out. I'm like, damn! I know Tyler didn't get one because his theater sold out. But I bit I bitched because I was at fucking AMC, and I said. I would all I did I went <laughs> I went to the damn register and I was getting a water and a drink from from my mom and then I looked at the I looked at the damn mask <laughs> I was like looking at it and I kept looking and I said y'all still got some of those and he was like yeah we have plenty and I said mm, all right I'll take one <laughs> I was like I was like fine I'll take because listen I think when they do when they do the actual like the fit like i don't know i think it's a listen it's it's cheaply made it's not like 
those Ant-Man masks you can get on Amazon. Yeah, no. They're like the Hasbro and it's like $100 and it's like actual kind of like steel kind of thing. It's not that. But I said as like a little cute prop to have like in your room. I actually like it. So I put it on my shelf. It's it's That's nice. What I'm saying. You know, it looks the good. It looks good. bucket was the most simple of them so far, but these little ones that they be releasing for the superhero movies that AMC have been pretty lit, like the Thor Hammer. The Thor Hammer's cool. Yeah, the Thor Hammer's the Batman cool. Batman Cowl that they mm-hmm. did last year was really cool. I didn't cool. get that. I didn't get that. It looks a little, it looks a little too Ooh. cheap. But like, oh, I, no. <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit like, it's a little bit more durable. It's like the same material as this mask. This Ant-Man one? That they got. Yeah, the Ant- Oh yeah, the Scream one I'm excited for because I'm literally going to put that next to my Scream doll. You know, yeah. I'll put that right there. But the yeah, Ant-Man one. are cute as hell. Yeah, the Ant-Man one, I was like, bish, go ahead and get <laughs> She was looking at me in my face, and I was just like, what you think I'm, I'm going to say? Like, go get that shit. And it lights yeah. up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Got you the little lights in the eyes and shit. Yeah, so I, I, I like it. I think it's cute. Um, uh, why do, but Cinemark, come here. Why did you release this damn Scream, Ghostface, Buckus, and Cups? Three weeks before, before it comes out, because you know I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Cinemark when I see Scream. I actually think I might go to Cinemark instead, and that shit is gonna be gone. Are you gonna gone. restock it? Like, <laughs> what's the point in releasing it if you're not gonna have the merch when the movie comes out? That don't make any sense. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I they agree. got that out weeks in advance. They were literally pulling up the box on. Thursday of that Ant Man bucket when I came, they were like pulling the boxes up, like, "Oh, here, here they are." Oh, they didn't even have the programmed button on the oh, system. Oh God! I was like, "What the?" Fuck? I don't know. I think I'm gonna call us in a mark like sometime this week and just be like, "Yo, beesh, I got them things around because <laughs> I do have one like 15 minutes away from me, and uh, I'm gonna call them and see if I can." Hopefully, go on don't Friday. nobody go to that one. Maybe yeah, maybe Friday if I if I call them, listen, put one in the back for me or some, cause if, <laughs> and, then, and then maybe Friday I'll go there to watch Cocaine Bear, cause yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Eighty for Brady Tuesday night. Let's go, Dwayne. Chill out. You need to chill out. <laughs> um, Wait, no, well, but for real, I need your thought. How do you feel what? about seeing those two numbers next to each other? Which one? Knock at the cabin at 30 and 80 for Brady at 32 when they both released the same day. You know, I should be shocked, but this happens. These old (laughs) movies, like with old people at the forefront, they always do well. (laughs) They do. They always do well. What was that movie that you and I were like? Oh, Downton Abbey. (laughs) No, but not not even that. What was that movie with the damn... The book club or something oh, like that. <laughs> Remember, you know they it was got a like coming out this year, don't you, Dwayne? That's what I said. Remember that movie? We did the box <laughs> office, and then we were like the fucking book club made like thirty. What was it? It was like it was so funny, but it was like twenty god. something million. Oh my god! Yeah, the book club, thirteen million dollars. <laughs> like, what? and I should have known. I should have known that eighty for Brady was gonna eat, especially in New England. Dumb ass New England. <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn, I should have known. Like, I'm you over know, here. No, that's what I'm saying. You got to be in on the water cooler talk, Dwayne. You got to see the hottest <laughs> movie in Boston. Oh, I cannot. I, that's, <laughs> I, I'm the most unserious Bostonian you ever meet because I do not care about this 80 for Brady. <laughs> <laughs> just, I do not care about this damn 80 for Brady. But, um,. All right, everyone, that is it for this episode of the Box Office Report Show. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. Larry, why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you? 
Yeah, you can find me over on YouTube and at Instagram, both at Chili Boy Productions. And over on Twitter, you can find me at Chili Boy YT. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that is it, everyone. As far as for us, for a uh, quick little schedule here, uh, tonight Larry and Hannah are going to record PSITLOU. I will post it tomorrow morning. Uh, and then tomorrow night we'll have a spoiler review for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. We did a little bit of a spoiler talk a little bit today on Cinemania Live. Larry was there. Larry's pulling like triple duty today. Okay. <laughs> so we'll have a little bit of a spoiler. We had a little bit of a spoiler talk today on Cinemania Live with him and Hannah. So check that out. And uh, that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.